Hello and welcome to Soul Expansion, Alma and Expansion with Sandra Livier. I am your host and today I will be sharing my story with Oris. Uh, yes, with Oris and, and how that happened. So this is another story where it happened during my Reiki uh, training, during my Reiki uh, attunements, or... I would say after. Um, so as I, I had mentioned before, a lot of things started to open up for me when I um, went into Reiki and little did I know that this would happen until it did. And I would say that it was like days after um, and what started to happen it took me by surprise. I first of all, I I knew about auras just like any other person would know about auras, and I just knew auras were mm, that some people could see them around others, and there were colors, and it was just associated with them. But I did not know that was it. I just knew there was colors, they were associated with the person, and some people could see them, and that was my whole knowledge awareness about auras. So after I completed my my Reiki first degree uh, training, I started to see auras. And the way that this happened, um, it happened during my, my work hours. So as I've mentioned, I'm a licensed psychotherapist uh, in the state of, of California, and I've been practicing for about 20 years. So this I mean, to me, it came as a, I wouldn't even say as a surprise. I was just really puzzled as to what was happening. I was um, doing my clinical work, uh, seeing my clients um, at the hour, and I I noticed that while I was doing my clinical work, I began to see colors. Colors emanate from from my my clients, the clients that I was sitting with during during our sessions. And at first I just thought it was my eyes, like something was something was wrong with my eyes. Um I thought I wear contact lenses and I wear glasses and I thought it's something that has to do with my eyes. Uh so I I noticed it, I saw the color and it just, I just noticed it and, and that was it. And I just continued. And then it happened again. And at that point, I knew it had nothing to do with my glasses, with my contacts, or with my eyes. So I just started to, to notice it. And as I noticed it and I, I tracked what was happening um, in, in session, I also made a mental note of the color that I saw, the the size, uh, and this is where my clinical training comes into play because I was able to observe what was happening from a very just observer perspective, not knowing what it is, just observing it, the size, the color, the texture, where it was coming from how it was showing up and at the same time being attuned with my client, um, listening to what they were saying, um, what they were experiencing. And I just, again, made a mental note of it. So it happened again. And 
This time, again, I did the same thing. I tracked the pattern, I tracked the color. And later that day, when I was done with my work day, I I remembered again. I'm like, wait a minute. I remember seeing these colors and I remember my client speaking specifically about these topics. And then that's when I started to notice a pattern. I noticed that there was a pattern connected with the color and what the client was speaking of. Uh, so I I stayed with that. And as I stayed with that and I was reflecting, then I noticed that there was a pattern with how what they were expressing, the emotions that they were feeling. And then I thought, okay, something's happening here. Let me take a look. I know that there's something called chakras and I know that there are colors with them. Even then, when when I started my Reiki training, that was really the first um, real exposure to what chakras are. So at that time, I did not know the colors associated with each chakra or the work uh, that is being done with the energy center. I, I just couldn't recall that. I would have to look it up. And that's where there was this piece, this, this little, we call it gusanito que me entró. And, and if I translate it in English, it doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound very nice. It's like this little worm that came into me, but that's not the, the point. There was this little inkling um, that said, hey, Sandra, look into this, look into chakras and what chakras are, because you saw this color and let's just take a look at what that is. So I did. I, I looked up the chakras and I spent some time in it because my my analytical scientific mind wanted to make sure that I was I was accessing the proper resources and making sure in my own way that I was validating them by looking across different um, different sites, different books, different anything source of information that I could get. So once I was able to learn about the the chakras and the colors and what they did and all that sort of stuff, then at that moment I was like, oh my goodness, I think I know what is happening. And in that moment, I recognized that the color was associated with an emotional state that the client was accessing. And I was able to see that through the color of the aura. And at that moment, I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I was just in shock. I I did not know what else to think or say. And I just left it as that. The day ended, another day started, I did my work, and then it happened again. And this time when I saw the aura of my client, it was really bright, a very bright color. And at that moment, I knew what it was. And while I'm listening to my client, I'm attuning to what my client is saying. I see this aura just emanate from the client, a bright color. And at that moment, I just said, oh, hell no. In my mind, I just said, hell no, this is not happening. It was not a thought. It was an instinct. It was just instinctual. Those words 
came to me. I did not say them aloud. It was within me that I said, hell no, this is not going to happen, not happening. And I am taking control back. That's what it felt like to me. And in the moment that I said that it was like someone sucked the color with a straw, sucked it back out of the image. So if you just imagine a color and it's a white canvas and there's a color that has been set there, spilled there, and somehow you can suck it out with a straw. It happened like that. And the moment that I said, hell no, this is not happening, that color was just sucked out of my canvas, out of my my view. And after that, it didn't happen again. I did not see auras in anyone and I was fine with it. I at that point I didn't understand what it was. It it didn't freak me out. I just did not understand it. And at that time in my life if I didn't understand something, I did not want it. So that's the power of what we can do that we can call back things um, out of existence, we can bring them into existence. And even as I saw that happening, that it was just sucked out of my my visual field, I just didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, this is cool. Now I'm done. <laughs> and, and then I just continued with, with my life. And I would say that years passed by, a few years, I don't know, we'll say like, maybe that was like in 2019. And didn't see auras for a few years until I started to see them again. And this time I understood what they were. Um, And just going back, back to like 2019 when that was happening. And then I did a little bit more research once um, that went away and I wasn't seeing them. I started to do research because I wanted to understand uh, what it was. And at that time I thought, and I felt, well, I get what the auras are doing. I understand what they're doing and how can they be of a resource or a tool for me to be able to help others, to utilize it as a resource tool to help others. At that time, I had like no, like I just couldn't connect it. It was just outside my scope of understanding. So I let that go. And then like I said, a few years after that, and most recently, I started seeing auras again. And it's not something that I will into existence that I say, I'm going to tap into your aura. I'm going to see your aura. I don't. I don't function in that way. And they, I, I, I just don't. They just happen. I happen to see people's aura with no intention of tapping into their auras. And now when that happens, I'm like, oh, look at that. That's so beautiful. Such whatever color it is that I'm I'm noting. And as I note the color and now because I'm aware of the connection within the chakras and the energy body and what each color represents, then I'm like, this is so cool because as I'm attuning to the person that I'm speaking to, I'm able to see that that person is accessing that center and their energy body is emanating that. It's projecting that uh, for for others to see. And in in that situation, me, that I'm seeing that. Um, And it's just beautiful to see that we are more than just our physical body, that we extend outside of our physical body. Uh, And I just 
I just feel like a warmth in my heart when I when I see that and it validates what the person that I'm sitting with is talking about. Um, so with that being said, as I thought about what I would talk next with what my next episode would be about, I got a very clear guidance from spirit, from God, source creator to talk about auras. And I was like, auras? And yes, so they said, yes, talk about your experience with what happened with you with Reiki and how you started to see auras and how um, it, your experience with it. And I thought, okay, and uh, thinking, well, how can this be helpful uh, for others to hear about auras? And And this is where they came in and said, well, something that you can do. And because we have a choice, whether our spirit guides come in and say, hey, this is, would be really great for you to do. You could check it out. You could try it out. You don't have to. We don't have to. We have free will and we can decide. So that's something that I have learned throughout my journey of, of spiritual growth and work and exploration that we have a choice. The same way we have a choice with our living beings, people in our life, we can decide to take in what they say or not, or what is helpful and leave what isn't. The same thing with our spirit guides. So I said, hey, this could be something that could be helpful for um, the people, the audience that will be listening uh, to to your podcast. And to have a greater understanding of, of who you are and who we are is human beings and that we extend outside of our physical body, that we're not just uh, um, this this body, this physical body, that but that we have an energy body and we have a, a, a spirit and that this is a way to bring that remembrance into um, what they are saying right now, the masses. So one of the things that happens also is that I receive information intuitively so my entire senses, my five senses are utilized. Um, so like the five senses that we all have, our sight, our smell, our hearing, our touch, our taste, um, all that information comes in that way. I do, um, and this is, this is, I didn't mean to talk about this, but I'll just mention it and maybe I'll talk about it at another time or maybe this will just be the time that I talk about it. But one way, another way that uh, I, my connection with, with spirit, with God, source, creator is validated when there's a validation that this information is coming from higher realms for the highest good of all and for the highest service that I can be to you guys. My body lets me know when that happens, when there's been an alignment and it happens in the way of numbing. So my nose, um, begins to get numb. And most recently, so that has happened for a few years. And most recently, maybe within the last year or so, my lips started to get numb and also my teeth. So um, the piece with the nose is to note that there's an alignment that what's coming in is true and aligned with God's source creator and for the highest good of all. And then the numbing and the of the lips came in as a signal to say this is information that is meant to be shared with others, not just for me to stay with it. And that was the piece that was like really challenging for me because I was nervous. I was scared. I was afraid to share all this that I'm sharing with you guys. And really to, I was worried that I would be judged. Like, ¿Qué le está pasando a Sandra? Se le botó la canica. She's going crazy. And I've had my, my, 
my share of time with that and the work that I've done in my spiritual work and growth to be able to work and to heal that and to understand where that has come from and when it shows up. So as I'm speaking to you guys, my nose is numb, my lips are numb, and uh, and it's pleasant. It's not unpleasant. I guess I could describe it like when you go to the dentist, and I know that might not be pleasant, but that level of numbness. So it's a high level of numbness to get my attention. And one of the things that my guide said is like, we, we did that because we know that that would be a way that you would pay attention that you would notice because you are tuned into your body and because you recognize your body and because you know your body and you have a relationship with your body that by numbing your nose, you would notice. And it took a few times because they would numb it. And I was like, oh, what's that? I would just rub my nose like if I had allergies and it would happen again. And it happened a few times until I tracked the pattern again. So I'm a pattern tracker. So that helped me. And, um, so yes, so, so here we are. And that's one of the things that they said, and they, they brought in this inspiration a few weeks ago and said, Hey, this, this would be a podcast for you to do. And we would like for you to also do an Akashic record reading about auras. And then that's when I was like, Oh my goodness, how am I going to do it? Because I do Akashic record reading for others and for myself, um, but not on the podcast. And when I, thought about the podcast, I did not think about doing Akashic Record readings. So here I am and I'm trusting in God and and this is uh, what I'm going to do now. So, um, so I just need a moment and to, to connect with the Akashic Record. So you might hear me go silent for, for a little bit and, and when information comes through, um, then I will begin sharing. So they so they are giving thanks. They are saying thank you for for allowing us to be here with you guys today to share this important news and information about yourselves. Um, they are making me feel a lot of joy through tears, tears of joy and excitement. Um, we are here to channel to you the essence of you, who you truly are, in remembrance of your soul, in remembrance of you as humanity, where you come from, where you've been, where you go, where you're going, and where you are. You are more than your physical being. You are more than what you have been led to believe. You are more. You come from the great being. And so with this, we would like to share what your aura is. Your aura is an extension of God's source energy. When you were created, you were created in such love. And that love remains with you, within the essence of your spirit. Your body could not hold all that love. And what is shared with you is an aspect of the great divine creator. Your aura is an energetic field that emanates from you, from your heart, 
It surrounds you. It envelops you. It goes with you wherever you go. And it is seen by us. We see you from afar. We see your glow. Through your aura, we feel you. We feel all your emotions. Through you, we live. Through you, we experience you. We get to see all the shiny colors. We get to see all the beauty. If you could see yourselves from where we see you, you would see the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story that you tell. We want you to know that your aura represents in the moment, in the precise moment, in the now, what you are feeling, what you are thinking. And it stays with you and you carry it. It's a cloud, a cloud that you take everywhere you go, a cloud that you cannot see, a cloud that for some, that for some this has been a way of disempowering you. That this knowledge has been eradicated, has been erased from you, from humanity. And we are here to remind you that this is part of who you are. With your aura, as you walk through your life, through your world, you carry this energy, whether it is love, whether it is sadness, and like Sandra was saying, in the colors, there is a pattern. It is connected with your energy body. And through those colors, we see you. A red might represent a higher connection. It can represent many things. And what we're here to say is not to say that this is the way that it is for everyone, but there is a variation in color. And because of humanity and where you're going, the colors are changing and shifting. For some, you might think that the color red is associated with being grounded and rooted, and it is, but it also represents a higher aspect of your heart, of your heart chakra. When we see that beautiful pink, we know that someone is deep in that love. When we see a mother connected with the love to their children, we see that beautiful pink color in the aura. When we see a yellow color, we see that sense, that great, great sense of power, that great sense of knowing. Mm. It is a sense of your self-esteem. It is a sense of your confidence. It is a sense of deep knowing. And so... With all the colors that you emanate through your aura, it is important for you to know that as you walk by others, your aura does connect with others' aura, and it may pick up someone else's aura, their energy. And this is what you might call 
getting a funny feeling, a funny feeling from from someone or for, from a space that you walk into. And this is important for you to know that when you step into any space, any room, whether it's your home, whether you're walking outside, whether you're in a, surrounded by a crowd of people, that you're interchanging and exchanging energy, frequency, vibration, information. And it's important to know that you can pick someone else's vibration, someone else's energy field, and you can bring that home with you. It's not in a way to scare you. It's not in a way to say you got to stay away from people. It's just in a way to let you know that this is your design and that you can do things. You can do things to let go of those energies that you come in contact with. Today, the purpose of sharing about auras was to remind you that you all have the capacity to see each other's auras. This is just a remembrance. This is just a story that is being told, a story to ignite that light in your heart of remembrance, to notice, to see, to hear to be curious about who you are and to remember where you came from. So so now I would just like to take some time just to to let you know what is happening. So in this moment that transmission ended I was shown um, a hand of, of two hands coming together to thank me for allowing this information to flow and to come through um, as I was sharing it with you I was listening listening it listening to it uh, and I I heard and they mentioned as they spoke of energies that that is something that they would like for me to speak about too. Uh, they they slowed it down. They stopped it, and um, and this is a collaboration also. So I was also connecting with them and saying, "Hey, we're going into energies. What's what's happening? And are we going to move into a different topic?" And I was said, "No." We're going to end now, but that will be another topic that can be something that you can share with your audience. So I will now, um, I'll share a little bit of my notes that I have about auras. So let me just grab those. And so this is what, uh, what I wrote, um, today, this morning that had to do with, with auras. So I had opened up my, my records and and this is, and I'm just going to read the notes. I hope I can read my own, my own writing because sometimes um, they share so much information with me that I write real fast, and sometimes I can't understand it. So here we go. So auras and understanding and knowing that you are more than your physical body um, to increase empathy and awareness. So I was asking, why are you asking for me to speak about auras? And they said, well, this is to increase empathy and awareness. So when you become aware of that, that you have an aura and 
this is awakened within you and you're able to see somebody else's auras, that will increase your empathy uh, because maybe that person is not talking, not letting you know how they feel, uh, but you're able to see. You're able to sense and see their aura and with an understanding of the colors, you will know what their emotional state is, where they're at, and that can increase empathy coming from you to them. The other piece um, that they shared was that, and these are my notes, that you extend beyond your physical body. And then they said, you ask what the pros and cons are, because I did, I asked what are the pros and cons about speaking about auras, and it is all knowledge. It is all knowledge that has been that has been wiped from your awareness to know that your aura picks up other auras as you pass by them. You do not need to be in physical proximity for this to happen. You call it a pro or a con. It all depends who holds this information and how they use it. So this reminds me of, of what they were when I was connecting with them. And a lot of the times, uh, if I don't write notes, I will not remember like 30 minutes later what they were talking about. When I write the notes, it primes my memory to remember what they were speaking of. So um, what they said, you call it a pro or you call it a pro or a con. It all depends who holds this information and how they use it. So what they showed to me, and this was with imagery that a person um, it really is on a spectrum of within the knowledge, whether you hold it as a pro, as a con and how you're going to utilize it, that someone can use it to increase empathy and connection. And somebody can use that knowing that for the opposite of that. And that's when we would call it a, a con. Um, but what they're saying right now, what they're showing me is that individuals that are able to see uh, and this is a, a fail-safe, that's what I'm hearing, a fail-safe connection, fail-safe protocol, that only those that are able, that those that see auras, that they're only going to use it for for positives, for, for pros. So because your intention is to be of the highest service for others, this is going to come in and it'll be like another tool in your tool belt to help others. So they're saying, that is the fail-safe mechanism of the intention. So when you have this intention to help others and this comes in, if you have a, a not good intention, uh, this will not, not be something that comes in into your toolbox, tool belt, or an ability that you will connect to. And so with this, you know, I, I, I just want to just want to share that. I don't know what else to say. Um, one of the things that they said, and and I'll, I'll share this, I was looking at it and I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to share that. Will I share it? And I'm going to dare greatly and, and share this uh, with you guys. So one of the things, because I was asking them, well, mm, okay, so I get all that that you're saying and, and yes, and I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do it. it. It's fun for me to do it. And and what is the goal? Like, what is the goal? And that's the piece of my my analytical, critical, clinical mind. What is the goal <laughs> with sharing this information? So what they shared with me was your goal is to disseminate information for the evolution and the greater good of the human spirit. And then I said, well, that works for me. 
that works for me. The goal is to disseminate information for the evolution and the greater good of the human spirit. And that's what I leave you with. And my hope is that in any anything that you heard me say today, that it can help you in one way or another. And, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or anything that you would like to share. You can always contact me in the the interwebs, the social webs. I'm at, um, I'm on Instagram at underscore Sandra dot Livier underscore. Uh, you can find me there or you can also contact me through www.sandralivier.com. You can find those links in the show notes. Uh, you can also um, there when you go visit my website, you can also subscribe to my newsletter to find out more about the services that I have to offer. And I have quite a few things coming up and they're um, right now in the the creation space. And I'm so excited to share uh, what's coming. So it is now 111 and 111. It's son las una de la tarde con 11 minutos. I don't know if, um, I don't know, I'm just feeling silly. But thank you so much for, for listening to me today. Have a great day wherever you might be sending you guys tons and tons and tons of love. Talk to you soon. 